Search princewinestore.com.au, bringing Melburnians the greatest wine in the world. Miles Thompson, yet again, is joining us for, for the yet Cocktail again. Cabinet. <laughs> As always, for the Cocktail Cabinet, Miles, of course, comes to us from Prince Wine Store. Remember, if you want to buy some of the wonderful wines Miles recommends, or in fact anything from Prince Wine Store, princewinestore.com.au. And for our special Don't Shoot the Messenger listener discount, the promo code is M-E-S-S. That's short for mess. Miles is here to talk Valentine's Day. Welcome, Miles. And we're a few days early, but I think people need to start planning now. If their Valentine's Day for some people has become a big event, and I guess the the general topic is um, romantic drinking. Could I just say mm. another American affectation? Like I Halloween. know. Well, it's did not we really... ever did we ever celebrate Valentine's Day when we were young? You know, when I really got into Valentine's Day it was in the eighties when I was living in the UK. It is huge in London, huge across the UK. It's not just America. Why do you need a day to tell somebody that you love them? Well, Corrie, that's like saying don't have Mother's Day. Now, come on. Oh, no, don't take that away. Well, I love my annual electric booties. Well, why do you need to, um, what are electric booties? You mean What are they? Electric booties? Have you never had a pair? You stick your feet in and you turn them on like an electric blanket. My wife would love that. Oh, I thought you meant there you were you given a, a new. I thought you meant <laughs> you were Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day gift. <laughs> I thought you meant you were given she an appliance every Mother's Day. No, no. Well, well, like different things, but electric booties, way to go. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. I'd like an appliance. I'm not allowed to have any more appliances. Aren't you? No. Oh, I got a couple of great new gardening <laughs> uh, ones no the other day. Is your anyway. kitchen bench oh. full of appliances? Actually, not. We're pretty good. I have to admit, the biggest one we got and we got given to us was a slow cooker, which I don't use as much as I. Should could, my father swears by his slow cooker. Oh, they're very good, and yeah. I I know a few people. Um, who my friend Leonie Swan, mm. whose husband Greg actually runs the Brisbane Lions, she makes stuff. She she just goes off in the morning, yeah, at eight or nine o'clock, comes home at six o'clock at night, and there's a beautiful dinner on yeah. the stove. It's I mean, that's the, the whole idea, that kind isn't of thing. it? Yeah, exactly. Miles, what are we drinking on Valentine's Day if, in fact, we do have a loved one or even if we don't? I kind of I went classic sort of stuff and I've sort of talked about some of, I've talked about the producers before, but it's it's new vintages and new wines from them. Good. Uh, first one is Domaine Chansey, which is a, a Burgundy producer based out of Polini, Polini Montrachet. I talked about their Aligoté a little while ago. So is it the, the first one's French, obviously. French, yeah. And it's their, it's their Bourgogne Le Fortune's Chardonnay. Um, I love your accent. Yeah, I just put it on every now and then. I actually try not to because what's the point? I'm, I'm probably I'm, going to get it wrong. I'm, so. I'm a bit the same, yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's just uh, from the 2020, 2022 vintage was a little bit warmer. So it's got this lovely kind of lush kind of, you know, peach and these kind of like yellow sort of tree fruits. But this lovely sort of twang of sort of minerality that keeps it really nice and fresh. This little kind of like white pepper sort of sort of French oak kind of weave through. It's a really, really lovely wine. So it's got a bit of richness, but it's got a bit of kind of tension and freshness as well from that minerality that you get from the sort of great Chardonnays out of um, out of Burgundy. It sounds perfect with a nectarine tart. Yeah, well, it'll probably be a bit nectarine bit tart too, too sweet. sweet. So it'll, it'll knock all the fruit out of the wine. Yeah. So what would you have it with? 
Well, I think you could have it with seafood, chicken. You know, you could roast chicken would be great, but you could have it with seafood dishes. You could That's have so it interesting st- you say stuff that with a little a bit of creamy. It, it's got enough to have a, a to go get some kind of dishes with cre- like creamy sort of sauces and things like that. It's got so enough d- richness. So what you're saying is too much fruit. The fruit competes. So for for sweet stuff, if there's sugar in it, that it'll it's a perception thing. It'll knock the the sweet of the food. It'll make your wine taste dry and fruitless because that sugar knocks the fruit flavor out of the wine. So it's, it's, over, it's a warm palate. night. Yeah, out of your palate. It's a perception thing. It doesn't yeah, do it. It's just a perception yeah, thing. So when you, your mind when you, plays the trick. Yeah, your, your mind says, goes, I'm oh, having okay. sugar from here. Here's all this fruit sweetness out of this tart. And then I try this wine and it's gross and dry and it doesn't taste like all I can get is I don't get the fruit parts. I get all the How acid and the. But, but yeah, if Carol and I opened that that bottle, mm-hmm. if we were playing Scrabble mm-hmm. before dinner, we would be able to taste the fruit. Is that and what taste your? The... Is that how we're going to spend? Yeah, well, that's oh, right. It. <laughs> it's a beautiful wine. It's so good. Why not? Come on! I think you're my Cor- best girl. We may <clears> as well. <laughs> just, you, you, know. you and Pete are sitting on your deck, or Brendan and I are sitting on uh, front, you know, terracey bit. We've got a, a bucket of prawns, um, maybe oh, cook, good. cooked up some flathead. And oh, a flathead nice, would be perfect. Nice green salad. Yeah, and we open a bottle on. of La Fort Fort. Yeah, so Chansey La Fortune. Chansey. Yeah, Burgon Chardonnay. Chansey La Fortune. Burgon Chardonnay, yep. 2022. Yep. How much will we be paying so for this? that's 55. Okay. Because this is Valentine's Day. We're, oh, no, that's right. We're splashing and, out. And there is an M E double S discount. No, don't go cheap. We want no, no, cheap. Cheap. Out. cheap. I mean, good value. Too. Don't mean cheap. I mean, good value. Good value. Exactly. I'm um, 55. Is okay. So, what's the next one? And the next one is the Adarangi Crimson. I've talked about the. I think I've talked about the Crimson before. So, Adarangi is a, a just a superstar Martin Borough producer in New Zealand. Um, Helen Masters is the winemaker there. She's an absolute legend, and she's a phenomenal winemaker. Where are we here again? Sorry, so I'm Martin Borough. Oh, yeah. okay. So Otago has those big kind of juicy, fleshy, ripe sort of style. This is a general sort of thing, uh, Pinots. And Martinborough tends to be a little bit more savoury and structured. Um, and this is the second wine from Adarangi. They have the Estate, which is their top wine. And this has been their second wine, but the, the last sort of five, six, seven years, it just keeps getting closer and closer in quality to the, the Adarangi. Um, lovely kind of like red cherry fruit and kind of dark plum. And it's got these beautiful kind of roasted savory spice, this lovely kind of like Yum. fennel seed. And is this near my friend Sam Neal's? No, so stage? he's a Targo and this is, this is Martinborough. So okay. a little bit different. Okay. And it has lovely sort of go, We need to tannins. visit Martinborough. That sounds it's beautiful. We need to visit right. Sam. I went on a tour there years ago with, with the importer. And the, what you do when you get to Adarangi is they put on lunch and they've got this beautiful huge yard huge long table under the trees, massive lunch. Everyone plays cricket. It's, it's really fantastic. Oh. So I probably have a little bit of a, it, they are you amazing. You have a soft spot. You're I partial. I You're partial because you had a nice time. I am, but these wines are really sort of superstar wines out of New Zealand. So, and this is just, this wine just keeps getting better and better. And it's $45. Adarangi. For the Adarangi, Adarangi Crimson. Crimson. Yeah. Oh, Miles, they it are two so good. fabulous recommendations. And how much is that, yeah, really did you say? Really classic sort of stuff, but, but. 45? 45. 45. Thank you. I'm making yeah. notes here. So I, I think, I think they're, they're special um, wines for any time. But yeah. February absolutely. 14, why not? Some absolutely. of us have birthdays in March. So that's also another opportunity to have one of those wines. Oh, Just definitely. saying. A little bit cooler. They'll be perfect. Maybe their Scrabble friend might like to buy them a bottle for their birthday. <laughs> 
Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. We'll see. I'm spending I, you know, Valentine's I'm, Day I'm, with you. I'm buying I'm you $50 wines I, for your birthday. I played golf the other day with a gentleman. He joined our pair, our duo, um, and he just joined in. And at the on the 18th, he told us that he was 80. Now, he was in a cart, but he was just so incredibly sprightly and wonderful. And when we were talking about age, he said... It, it just, it, it's just so irrelevant once you hit 50. And, you know, I've been thinking about that. Driving home from the golf mm. club, I thought, that's actually right. I sort of hit 50 and didn't kind of worry about it anymore. Although, interestingly, hit- our friend Anna from the op shop had a birthday this week and she told me that she felt as flat as a tack about that particular number that she was churning. Yes, there's a thing when you no longer are in your early 60s. <laughs> Well, and I you, did say, when I'm 64, which probably didn't help with I'm, me singing that I think I got her. to 40 and I stopped really caring. You're oh, 40? Miles, you're no, not 40. I'm 46. I, um, I'm 46 I, this I was year. Talking, I'm 46 in about a Oh, my goodness. You look about 24. Oh, I was I'm talking lucky. to a friend of mine the, the other day and he turns <laughs> a big number. He turns 80 this year. And he's planning to have a party. And he's he said, look, I've hired a, I've got a bit of a party planner helping me. But I, I put one caveat on the um, party planner. I, I'm not going to pay you if I die. Like, <laughs> do you know what the the party planner said? No, 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 no. I'll be running the wake. So either uh, way. <laughs> nice. So I said, so win-win for me. I get to go to a party either way. Regardless. No, Carol, exactly. that's mean and awful. Was, don't say right. that. Something will happen now. Can you imagine? Gods, we didn't mean it. She the, didn't mean it. I was only the, joking. You've got to drink the booze from the party. Can you right? imagine the gall of the party planner? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, a friend of um, ours, he wasn't a friend of ours, Corey, but someone we know died recently. He wasn't a friend of mine, but he was a friend of my husband's. And um, he he just put on a lunch for everyone at oh, the Stokehouse. Nice. Oh, I think there was like a hundred people. Wow! And um, they all and and he left money in his will to pay for all his friends. That's to... so lovely. That's my mum. My mum said that, but it just seemed wrong. You know, after she died in that week afterwards, it just seemed wrong to have a party. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? But I suppose if they stipulate it, I'd rather that. I'd rather. Yeah, that sounds like a, my, my a parents had a, a great friend called Harry Yulden, and he he was a photographer, and he was a bit of a reprobate and a bit of a Look, Rennie I, Ellis type. It, yeah, yes, interesting, very, very interesting man, lovely man. And he, you know, died, um, I think, oh, I guess it was the 90s. And he'd always sort of stayed with people. He'd always, you know, been at our house for lunch and barbecues. I never remembered him hosting anything in his life, ever. A bit of a bot, Harry the bot. <laughs> well, so I think he was known as Harry the Hat, actually, and he always wore a hat. Anyway, he um, put on a shindig at the... Um, What's that pub in Richmond in um, Swan Street? Been there forever. Uh, builders, uh, uh, no. Anyway. Build, uh, no, Builders Arms isn't good. Build, no. yeah. Anyway, I'll think of it. He put on a big, um, in a beer garden in Richmond, basically. Yeah, Prince, he didn't P- put it Prince on. Alfred Hotel. Oh, he didn't yeah, put yeah, it on. Yeah. Well, he did. He left it's, money in his oh, will. Oh, okay, so we so all, his, everybody finally. Executors put it on. <laughs> everybody finally, you know, got to, you know, enjoy his largesse. Yeah, there you go. In his death. And I thought, what? He didn't do it when he was alive, but it was actually a really fun afternoon. Oh, Prince Alfred great. Hotel. It I was, think that's great. It's a good idea, I'm I think. All for it. Well, I guess when people die, they have a wake, but how much nicer not even to bother with the funeral? Yeah. Well, that's probably what mum would have said, I guess. Oh, maybe you should have done that. I know. Oh, well. It's a bit late one. now. 
But your mum did entertain and host, and she was generous. <laughs> so, I mean, not that Harry wasn't, but anyway, it's just a lovely idea. How funny. Miles, we will repeat those wonderful wines. We've got the Adirangi Crimson, Adirangi which Crimson is um, yep. $45 and maybe a bit less with and the MEWS promo code. Absolutely. And from Domain Chansey. Yep. And that is the Le Fortunes, and it's the Bourgogne Blanc Chardonnay. Fabulous. Lovely to see you again. Thanks, Miles. Get down to Prince Wine Store, everyone.